0: A reading from the book, the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples, a feast of rich food and choice wines, juicy, rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples. The web that is woven over all nations He will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God, to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord for whom we look. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us, for the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. Verbum Domini. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures, he gives me repose. Beside restful waters, he leads me. He refreshes my soul. I shall live in the house of the Lord, all the days of my life. He guides me in right paths, for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come.
1: FROM THE HOLY GOSPEL, ACCORDING TO MATTHEW. GLORY TO YOU, o Lord. AT THAT TIME, JESUS WALKED BY THE SEA OF GALILEE, WENT UP ON THE MOUNTAIN, AND SAT DOWN THERE. GREAT CROWDS CAME TO HIM, HAVING WITH THEM THE LAME, THE BLIND, THE DEFORMED, the mute, and many others. They placed them at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry, for fear they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. "'He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. "'Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, "'gave thanks, broke the loaves, "'and gave them to the disciples, "'who in turn gave them to the crowds. "'They all ate and were satisfied.'" They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise the words of the Gospel, may our sins be
2: Before I begin, uh, just have a little announcement. Today, uh, December 6th, is a very special day for us friars. Uh, Today, we remember uh, our brother Marian Mary, and this is the 25th anniversary of his passing into eternity. So, he died December 6th, 1998, and you know, he was a Extraordinary man, you know, very charitable. One of the first members of our community, uh, he did have uh, bone cancer, and that's what he passed away from. But during his lifetime, you know, like I said, he was extremely, extremely generous with his charity. He was uh, a very wealthy man at one time and uh, had made uh, a very uh, significant contributions to the network, EWTN. You know, he, w- he became a friar, was a friar for, I think, from uh, about 11 years or so, 10 years. Uh, he made his profession in 1993. And, and yeah, just a, a man with a, with also what was particular about him, he had a, a strong Marian devotion. And that's why his name was Brother Mary and Mary of the holy name of Mary. Uh, Mother Angelica gave him that name. And if you'd like to learn a little bit more about him, uh, we have some photographs on our Instagram page, the Franciscan Missionaries, at Franciscan Missionaries on Instagram, and, and our website, uh, franciscanmissionaries.com. Uh, there's some more information about his life. Oh. Speaking of, uh, of generosity and charity, uh, today we see a very, a very generous heart, loving heart of Jesus the Lord in this Holy Gospel. You know, Jesus shows us so much compassion, so much mercy. And, you know, we're at a time when there is an atmosphere of, of giving. You know, we kind of see this in the air, we drive around town, there are Christmas uh, decorations, you know, any type of media, uh, you may be uh, reading or watching, you know, it's about giving. Now, every, this is a very generous time, generous opportunity. But what we see here with Jesus is we see Jesus who shows us how to give with authentic purity of intention, you know, with, with a very loving heart. He shows us what true love is all about. And so this is what we learn here today in these uh, readings. Of, of the Holy Gospel and in the first reading. And as we, as we look at the, this here, you know, we all wonder, like, well, how can I give more? How, how can my charity improve? Well, it begins with looking at the charity of Jesus. Now, Jesus, of course, you know, He's the, the Son of God, fully God, fully man. You know, He lives here among us. And that is love itself here that Jesus, the Son of God, would come become human and live this human life, giving us an example of, 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 of how to follow God in this world. And there we see Jesus, who, of course, he's always in the gaze of the Father, but then at the same time, you know, he is looking at humanity. He's seeing a humanity that that is is good, you know, uh, that has value, that has dignity. But he also sees that there is sin out there, you know, and that there is suffering as a result of the sin and the evil in the world. And Jesus, the Lord, is moved with compassion, with mercy. Of course, he proclaims the kingdom of God, says the word of the Lord, you know, calls people back to himself and all people, Jew and Gentile, Everyone. And in doing so, he is pardoning sinners. He is performing miracles. He is inspiring people to live a better life. Ultimately, he is raising us up as sons and daughters of God. And particularly in the charity of Jesus, is that Jesus, who who loves so much, is, is so in one with the Father, that he is so sensitive to the needs of humanity. Now, him being fully human, he can discern where there is pain, where there is need. And so Jesus answers with compassion. And to have compassion is is to feel the pain, the suffering of somebody else, to bear it upon yourself, and then to act as we see the Lord doing here. And today we have a good example of a saint who was very generous in his charity. He lived uh, in the 4th in the century, the, in, the, the, in the 300 years. Uh, he was uh, a bishop. This is Saint Nicholas. And Saint Nicholas was also a, a theologian. He was present at the, at the Council of Nicaea. You know, he was um, uh, very successful in uh, opposing and arguing against the uh, Arianism and paganism, but one thing uh, particular about him and his generosity. See, Nicholas, uh, his parents died at a very young age, and he was left uh, to be raised by his uncle, and in his parents uh, departing, they left him this inheritance, this gold. And so Nicholas, who was a a very religious young man, uh, wanted to give this to, to somebody, You know, he wanted to spend this in charitable giving, in imitation of the Lord. And so one day, uh, Nicholas heard of, uh, of one of the citizens in the town he lived in who, who had three daughters. And they were so poor, you know, that they could not get married. Now, in those days, had to, in order to be married, uh, the woman had to have a dowry with them, some money. And since they were poor, they didn't have this dowry. And so, so they, they, they struggled so much in their poverty, almost in starving, you know, very much in need. And the father was ready to give them over to prostitution. However, Nicholas heard of this. And one night, he threw a bag of gold into the house, into their house, So, hey, there there they are. They had enough for them to sustain their life and also a dowry for the oldest daughter. And then he did this with the other two daughters as well. So we see in him a man of a a very generous heart who gives all of his savings to these people. And this is how he lived the rest of his life, by preaching the word, you know, giving of of his means to to the poor, uh, to anyone who had a need. No, he didn't really think about himself. You know, he looked to others and looked to what they were in need of. Compassion there. And so for us, you know, again, we are here in this this time of of generosity, of giving. But is our is our giving pure? No, are we giving for so that we can get a pat on the back? No, are we giving so that we can just feel good or acknowledged? No, that shouldn't be the purpose of our charity. The purpose of our charity should, of course, be to give in the likeness of Jesus Christ, to give so that his, the love of Jesus can be sowed as seed into somebody's heart. No, that—that's ultimately what it is. Of course, this can can come through uh, 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 spreading the word, you know, giving some inspiration, and also of of gifts, you know. Of uh, material things, you know, this this is an act of love, but it but we it needs to be a true act of love as Jesus would give. And sometimes there, we ourselves can get in our way, our own selfishness. You know, but when we give, a good thing to do is to look to Jesus, Jesus who gives with the highest form of love. This is what we call agape love. He pours himself out for the good of of another even if that means that the other person has better than what we have this is true love here and this is what we see of jesus who emptied himself giving his life for love of us you know so that we can have eternal life with him in heaven and to help us in our charity you know what what can we do of course we look to jesus but jesus is also telling us here in the second part of this gospel when he feeds the 5000 he's reaching out to, to the needs people are hungry people are poor he multiplies the loaves and fishes but ultimately he's saying here yes i love you and i will provide for your uh, your material needs your human needs your natural needs but at the same time he says he's showing us of something coming more wonderful, more powerful, that will give us supernatural life in Him. And this is the Holy Eucharist. No, that is what this um, feeding of 5,000 five, 5, ultimately signifies. Signifies, signifies. Anyway, the, the giving of Jesus to us, His own body and blood, soul and divinity. And this is what nourishes our charity because it's Jesus Himself within us. And so it's always good, of course, that when we receive, that we approach the Lord with anticipation of him coming inside of us. Yeah, we may not have some kind of emotional experience. You know, we may not, you know, feel so excited inside of us or even so inspired, but to know that Jesus himself is there and there's a certain peace that could come upon us. So we come with anticipation, knowing that he will nourish us in his love. And then they're savoring this time with him. You know. And it allows us, if, if we are truly contemplative, to enter into his life as we, as we partake of this. Because remember, he, he shows us truly how to live and how to love. And so, brothers and sisters, in this time of giving, let us raise our hearts, our minds, our entire selves, and let Jesus the Lord consume us, think about his ways of, of, of how he loves us so much. And in your prayer, ask that we can love as he loves. God bless you all.